It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the SeltzerCast. I am your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien, and today is another installment of Santa's SeltzerCast Surprise. And what better way to ring in the holidays than our good friends, Franny and Sophie from Girls Like Us. How's it going? It's going great. I'm, you know, always excited to talk to Sean and, you know, don't know exactly why we're here today, but Mm. but excited nonetheless. Mm -hmm. I think Christmas is kind of all about surprises, so. 100%. I'm hoping we're getting a puppy. Um, Sean has been sending us messages over the last few days that do kind of it, they hint they po- say they say make sure make sure to poke some holes in that box i sent you <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah there is a box in the middle of the room right now that is moving Wiggling. around clearly yeah. just a little bit i'm right. not i'm not sure what's in it myself what's um, weird is that the last few days that it's been here it's been getting like wet and kind of stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got like a spicy smell to it but i'm not yeah. quite sure, what sure. It is. sure yeah not but... that not the word i would have used but definitely <laughs> a word to describe uh-huh. it a smell yeah for sure yeah all right so you know what without further ado let's open the box right now ho 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 it's me again santa claus you you get the drill <clears throat> uh d- this week for seltzer cast i have once again another very special assignment yes i'm asking for the assistance of franny and sophie from the girls like us podcast that's girls, us. That's girls us. like us more like good girls that's some that's some definite nice list material <laughs> I I need you. Pardon, coughing. I need you to to cover Fever Tree Ginger Beer. Yes, that's right. Very special assignment indeed. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, I've I'm now returning to my. couch chair Th- thanks oh wow thanks wow. Anna. thank so you santa it's it- wild that sort of the apparition of santa came out of a box that once as i assumed was full of shit and piss <laughs> <laughs> but now as we know uh the shit and piss was a fever tree uh, premium ginger beer how about that i'm mm-hmm. so pumped the the former bartender slash i don't know at any time i could become a bartender again um the former bartender and me my heart is singing i love to hear it yeah i i uh uh do you like these like straight up i've never had this straight up really okay yeah. okay this is to me so when i'm building a cocktail usually if it has a ginger beer topper it's always going to be fever tree uh-huh um, because you want fever tree to me is the spiciest. So what about that want, brown that there's one like with an otter on it. I feel like that's what I usually get. I'll find I it. I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I fever tree to me, because this is this bottle is two cocktails worth of topper because it's small. Mm. Two or three. Um, 
reeds reeds yeah so i think fever tree is spicier fever tree is more natural fever tree or gosling sorry gosling actually um yeah fever trees for the girls is what i'll say Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i had um so ginger beer i it's interesting because i feel like people know what it is but there's a bunch of people that maybe they've had it like a cocktail or something but it's not something Mm -hmm. that they would like go out of their way to just like have straight up i'm somebody who does like drinking it straight up like quite a lot Mm -hmm. um i think i have said this on the podcast before but um one time i was in uh edinburgh scotland and i went to a jazz club okay brag they had uh, uh ginger beer but you can control the spice of it so they would be able to it's like, like a Thai could... restaurant. Yeah. And I thought that was really fascinating. And like, I'm uh, like, I like ginger, but I'm not somebody who wants to mm-hmm. be like assaulted by ginger either. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I got it as like a mild and it, I felt that it was still kind of spicy, but it was good. That's, yeah. that's, you know, similar to how I feel about ginger beer. Ginger ale is probably my favorite soda, like mm-hmm. right. across the board. Um, it's always going to taste good to me. And I like ginger beer. I like a Moscow mule, but I don't know if, if um, this will not be surprising to listeners of the girls like us podcast, but I was a, a nauseous, queasy child. Mm, and I was carsick all the time. No. And I would get those ginger chews. Mm-hmm. That was like a natural way. And that is too much ginger for me. So this one, while I do like drinking it, it is like, right. It hits right on the limit of, um, how much ginger taste I'm kind of willing to to have? I haven't even cracked in yet. You oh yeah, sorry. I've already had one and a half. Hold I've on, had hold on. Everybody, hold. There you mm. go. There we go. It is Sit super down. super spicy. I would say from definitely like the first sip. Like it is. I feel like other ginger beers. Like I think Schweppes makes them or something. Like yeah. there's like another like brand. Schweppes is way like too a, mild. Yeah, yeah. So this, I would say that like. Um, you know, Fever Tree specifically has like a bunch of line, um, like a line of drinks that, uh, are meant to be mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in like in any grocery store, uh, in the aisle. The grapefruit where... soda. Yeah. Yeah. The tonic that like, the the, tonic, and they also yeah. have like a Mediterranean tonic. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to spit facts on this. If you're building a cocktail, and you're trying to use a grapefruit soda. The only thing that you should be touching with your little grubby hands is squirt. The Fever Tree grapefruit soda, they color it pink to try to make it look more like grapefruit. No, you want that shit to look yellow, like squirt. Because or fresca. You can, or I fresca. think you can do fresca. Fresca and squirt are very similar yeah. flavor profiles, but squirt gives a tartness that when I make like a, when I build a Paloma with the Fever Tree grapefruit soda it's nowhere near as fun as a paloma with a squirt and the mm. other thing i'm gonna say about fever tree it's fucking expensive y'all i recently um just in a way to like uh i'm not i'm not not drinking alcohol but like i'm like trying to maybe invest more in like non-alcoholic liquors and stuff just for something to sip on that is not you know inherently damaging to my body so <laughs> i got i got like a non-alcoholic gin which was not that good but I got better. I got fever tree tonic water because it's premium um, for it. And that's what all like the sites recommend. Like if you want to make a really good non-alcoholic gin and tonic, get the, the tonic. And it, is, and it is good, but it's also like, it's like $6 or something. Yeah. For they four little tiny bottles. No, they yeah. really don't. And I guess it's because it is meant to be used as 
as a topper for a cocktail because I've I've gone through two of these bad boys. I've slurped them down. Yeah. I am all about like I want when you use like so this I'm drinking this right now. I'm like I said earlier, I've never drank one of these straight up. I'm gonna be mm. honest, probably wouldn't do it again. Really? Mm. Okay. Because I'm not a soda person. Like I don't like sweetness. Like I don't like there's there's a great spice to this, but it's too sweet. Like I am you guys were talking about how you don't like spicy ginger. I'm a spicy ginger freak. Like mm-hmm. I That's why you're licking up that box. You're you were licking at it. That <laughs> yeah, spicy box in the middle. I was licking that spicy piss and shit box. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and but I like like in the every single morning for the most part I grate fresh fresh ginger into a mug and then I pour hot water over it and I drink it and then I eat the ginger. Ooh, that's like, very like Gwyneth wow. Paltrow of you. Do well, you have coffee a, in the morning? No, I have coffee, obviously. I'm yeah. not, a, not a fucking freak, but <laughs> I love ginger and I also experience, a, also like Franny, I experience a lot of nausea and I, I <laughs> think that it does help me. And it is like, you know, maybe allegedly an immuno thing booster and i believe yeah it's probably not bad for you it's yeah it's definitely not bad for you so and i like the taste of it and it feels like it clears my it clears my throat in the morning Mm -hmm. um so to have sugar with it because i never add honey or anything to that concoction that i make feels a little bastardized Mm -hmm. um like i want maybe a little bit more savory out of it and this is just too much sugar but i love it in a cocktail Mm -hmm. if you like a lot of the situations where I'll use ginger beer as a cocktail, actually, I'll give your listeners a recipe right now. This is my favorite summer cocktail. So let's do a uh, half an ounce of lemon juice, uh, two ounces of gin. And then before you use that gin for 10 minutes, you're going to put a black tea bag in the gin and you're going to steep the gin in the tea. So mm. you're getting all the flavor of the tea without watering down the gin at all. Hmm. So lemon juice, uh, tea infused gin, and a little bit of simple syrup, shake that up and top it with this ginger beer. It's like an all an that Arnold delicious. Palmer. It's incredible. It's really Franny, you've had it because I've definitely made it you've for made you. You've made that for me. Yeah. Yeah. But that is the best use of your fever tree ginger beer because you want a little bit of sweetness from it because you haven't overly sweetened the cocktail. And you also want a little a little bit of bite from it. And also, I know we always talk about this on the show, the bubble content is pretty high in the fever tree. Yeah, I'd say so too. I think that, um, you know, I, I have noticed with a lot of like ginger beer that you can like almost see like the ginger on the bottom. The sediment. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like, you know, I want the dregs. I I love that. I I think that Mm -hmm. that makes it definitely like more authentic. It's like, like a natural wine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really good. And, you know, it seems like, I mean, I we've all talked about it, but like uh, ginger beer in, say, America is used as like a mixer. But um, apparently in uh, Africa, there's a drink called Stony, which is just like mm. a ginger beer that's uh, like a soft drink as common as like Sprite to them. And like, wow, um, that's supposed to be like really spicy as well. So, yeah, uh, it's interesting that, uh, you know. Americans like will mix it with something, but I have you, noticed. I, I like yeah. it straight up. Yeah. yeah. Do you drink alcohol? I don't know. You don't. Okay. Because no. that's kind of the thing where I'm like, if you if you drink alcohol, like 
this kind of feels like it lacks a certain kick, but sure. I know a lot of people who don't drink alcohol, who ginger beer is like a great thing because it like, it has this spice and this kick. So like, to me, what ginger beer, you know, and I'm also like Franny in a place in my life where I am distinctly trying to maybe move away from alcohol, not to like a full extent, but you know, reserved for weekends. Yeah. But something that this leaves desire for me to be desired for me is like, like spiciness in a cocktail. Like when you throw mm -hmm. a jalapeno in some tequila before you drink it and let it steep for maybe like 10 minutes, like there's a certain spiciness that can't necessarily be replicated with a mm -hmm. non-alcoholic beverage because of the way that alcohol will draw flavor out. I'm going to say something controversial. Say it. We're talking about spiciness. We're talking about how some ginger beers might be too intense. Mm -hmm. This ginger beer is less spicy than a Werner's ginger ale to me. That's so mm. wrong that I can't even begin. A to Werner's a Werner's ginger ale like penetrates your mouth and makes me cough almost every time. It does. <laughs> it, when you take a little and I like Werner's, this is this is more uh, not more palatable but more easily sippable to me than a Werner's is. I disagree. I, I mean, All right. To uh, Sophie's point, somebody. I believe it was there was a uh, seltzer like founder or CEO on the podcast from the company called Murph, and he talked a lot about. I believe it was him. It's Certainly like, doesn't sound him. evil. Sorry. A, com a company called Murph. <laughs> Murph. Nothing evil about that. <laughs> hey, he has like uh, uh, um, mint chocolate seltzer. It's very good. Shout out to him. But uh, he that's disgusting. No, I not I can say Sean knows him. <laughs> I can be like. Sir, seek a different profession because if yours if you're digging up mint chocolate seltzer you've gone too far god is not present in that equation he he talked a lot about uh uh it's it's a terrible combination of words but it, it really uh opened up to me like a lot about the seltzer world is like mouthfeel I love mouthfeel. Yeah. As a wine I, person, I love mouthfeel. Yeah. I, I think it was him. And if he didn't say that, I'm sorry, Jeremy, for saying that you said the word mouthfeel. But it was, uh, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because him and I had like a, a seltzer from, I believe it was from Spain that was a little bit like salty. So Ooh, it, that sounds delicious. It was salty, but then it also tasted a little bit like, like it wasn't as smooth. Like it didn't go as down like smooth. It was a little mm -hmm. bit like slimy in a way, but not in like a gross way. And uh, that reminds me of this. Cause like a Gatorade. Like a Gatorade is a little slimy. A little bit. Yeah. Where it's not like a bad slimy, but it's right. just like. It's, it's viscous. It's not like you're drinking carbonated water. Like there's something now, else to it. A different pH or whatever the heck it is, you know. Sean, have you covered SodaStream on this podcast? Yes, I have. Yeah. Disappointing. I'm going to say it. We bought one for my dad for his birthday. It, when you do the, I, when I go up to five, like on the bubbly factor, sure. that is not even near a LaCroix. I mean, it's bubbly, but it's not as good as a, as a LaCroix to me. I do eight, which is against the <gasps> rules. Are you worried uh, about it exploding? I, uh, I just run through canisters quick. I've had it yeah. for almost a year. Um, so I don't make it as much as like I should, but uh -huh. I would say that, uh, that's what, gets the carbonation that i want i know? guess i guess i didn't realize that it was maybe more of a, a like you only want to do this much or else you'll have to pay 30 dollars for a canister in my yeah. mind i was like if you carbon canister do it 30 dollars or 20 maybe i don't when know you trade it and it's like cheaper like they give yeah. you like a, oh it's like a yeah. propane situation sure um yeah, yeah. 
Speak to me in terms Hank, of grilling, yeah. Sean, because then I'll understand. Yeah. Imagine I'm Hank Hill. Um, I always thought it was because, and by always, I mean for the past three weeks, thought it was because maybe it would explode because it, it is like a gas. It could be, Franny. I don't know. Yeah. I, I've done it for, I mean, I don't do it like every day, but if yeah. it occurs to me that I have a little bit of time before dinner to like clean up the bottle and make the seltzer, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If Sean like doesn't concern himself with you know the concerns of the corporeal world like you know maybe someone will be injured if this is exploded. everything's right everything is is in pursuit of the seltzer for yeah. sure yeah i definitely i do have i do have a beef with uh soda stream that i will say right now is that uh the soda stream drops say that to use them within six weeks but then it gets confusing because there is an expiration date that's like many months later and uh yeah it's i you just can't get through those drops quick enough wow we did we got my dad the bubbly drops and they were not very good the cherry was okay the rest of them the grapefruit was fine too but it's like i would rather just do like a fresh lemon or a fresh lime or or make your own simple syrup yeah or just water yeah i i i've I've definitely talked about this on the previous soda stream episode but i'll say that uh my beef with them is that when i got it uh a year ago so literally it was like a christmas gift mm-hmm. uh they had their own types of drops so the normal standard ones like yeah. lemon and like lime um they were or are owned by i think i'm gonna say pepsi pepsi it would got also it is. owned by bubbly like but they also own bubbly yeah so with synergy they're just giving you like bubbly drops now and it's like very hard to find if not impossible to find like your standard lemon and lime Jesus and everything like Christ. that, which then through all that process, I'm just like, just buy bubbly. Like what, what, what's, yeah. that's what's how I feel. You know, like that's my main thing is like, I don't feel bad about like lately I've been on a spindrift kick mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. feel bad about just going and buying spindrift because the whole, all of the packaging is recycling I will enjoy it. it. Yeah, a can is much less offensive than like a plastic bottle. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. Like I feel comfortable with it. It with it. I I like to drink it at room temperature so I can keep it in my cupboard rather than in my fridge. Like mm-hmm. all of these things don't bother me. Um, and I yeah. I will say for your listeners, I sorry I was thinking about this while you guys were talking, but for your listeners who don't drink alcohol and maybe are desiring a little bit more of a bitterness or spiciness from the fever tree. This is what I would do. Franny and I have talked about this on our podcast, but like maybe an ounce of apple cider vinegar and pour the ginger beer over it with the sugar that they have going in this fever tree. That would probably be an absolutely fantastic combination to get those sinuses a little bit more lit up than they you can, are. You can really tell with this. And I, and I do like this, but I understand why this would be, I think better cut with alcohol or, or another mixer is because, um, this, you, you can tell that they use real sugar in this. Mm-hmm. It really coats your mouth. This is like drinking a Mexican Coke. Like it's, you can tell it lingers. That, yeah, yeah. I can feel it on my, like, I need to go floss after this. It's, yeah. it's definitely sweet. I think that it's a little bit confusing because I feel like drinks are either one or the other, because like mm-hmm. when you have, canada dry or something or like schweppes just like straight up like ginger ale mm-hmm. that's the sweet like the ginger like sweetness that like yeah. you'd expect this is like a combination of both and i don't hate it i think it works really well 
but I could see how it would work better as like a mixer as well, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think the main thing it's, it's delicious. I think the main thing preventing me would just be for wallet reasons. I would not buy Like if this was something I'm going through and that's honestly why I don't buy Spindrift and it's Mm -hmm. like, because I will go through it too quickly. And I feel like with a LaCroix and to be honest, the Kroger brand sparkling water does have some pretty good flavors. They got like a blackberry lime. That's delicious. Um, or I think it's a crayon lime. Um, I don't feel as bad about going through those if it's like $4, $4 for 12, you know, full cans versus, Mm -hmm. you know, $6 for these little, these little guys. Definitely. And fever tree too also has like, I'm on their website right now and they have, you know, I've seen the grapefruit one before and like, I've seen the tonic water. They mm-hmm. have also like a ton of flavors that I've never seen. Like anywhere. I'm pulling this guy up. They have spiced orange ginger ale. Like I just want that as like a treat. That, that sounds, sounds really good. Yeah. But I, I'm wondering like, where do you even buy these? Like, can I, do you think these are something you could get at like a restaurant wholesale? Like, because Possibly. they do seem really for like, like honestly, like it's like, okay, we're at a hotel bar. Like this, these are what they have stocked for mixers. Like it does seem like a very premium, but also something that they're not yeah. like they're not selling. They're selling it as a mixer. They're not really selling it as a standalone drink. For sure. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I on their product locator, it seems like they sell a lot at like uh like beverage stores exclusively mm-hmm. or like wine stores as well. So yeah, I if guess. You go it's to a something... Binnie's, like if you live in Chicago and you go to a Binnie's or like at whatever in your town, the big liquor retailer will be like um in cincinnati over the bridge it's uh party party source yeah Yeah, places like that like a place where you enter a warehouse and it's full of drinks they will definitely have multiple flavors of this Mm. i I want i want this one aromatic tonic water which has botanicals like cardamom Mm. pimento berry Mm. and ginger oh a delicious pink gnt would be so good yeah this looks delicious yeah they have a bunch of stuff they have distillers cola so i guess like their version of cola it's probably wow. delicious yeah that is specifically oh, yeah. for like whiskey and rum, it. it says yeah wow these are yeah. fun it's sparkling it's a... lime and yuzu that's that would be delicious in like a, a little like i don't know like that like to pair with like a spicy meal or something that sounds delicious for sure yeah Lots i think of fun what stuff. we're hitting on though is the central issue with fever tree is that it is it's like um like a Canada dry and that it's, it's kind of its mission statement as a company is to be mixers for liquor. So if you're drinking it and you're not somebody who drinks alcohol or you just want to have an option without all alcohol, like if I'm trying to have an alcohol, an alcohol free evening, I'm going for a Canada dry ginger ale over this uh, fever tree premium ginger beer. Sure. And it was honestly like not, and when I say hard to find, I mean, I went to one CVS and one Mariano's and then I went to a second CVS and I found it, but it's not super, it's not as readily available as, as you would think it would be for something that I do see all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I went to a new Walmart in town Ooh. and they stocked it, but were out of stock of it. And then I went to a Target and I found it there. So yeah, that's, that's how it is. Yeah. I keep it on my bar just for like mixer purposes, but it is the kind of thing where now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, where would I buy that? I don't know. I just, it's kind of, I always just have it. It's always just always away from the sodas. It's always in the mixer section specifically. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you Do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you love them? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Well, it sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. They love movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for cinema. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that show your support for making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And listeners, I have a treat for you. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. And to tease an upcoming episode, even though uh, maybe I peeked at the presence. (laughs) Sorry, Santa. But uh, Canada Dry has a bold ginger ale flavor. And I'm wondering how that like adds up to like if that is their version of ginger beer. I don't know. I'd imagine. You're going to cover the the cranberry? We we did already. Yeah. Ooh, I got to listen to that one. That was that I... I, uh, uh, um, Covered that with Santa Claus himself, even though Santa mm-hmm. Claus could not find that in a store anywhere. So here's um, the thing: <laughs> the best ginger ale I've ever had is, and I, you know, this is a very me thing to say, but make your own because it's not hard. Like you can prep out everything. Like Girl, you can make yourself a it, ginger. It is hard. It's not. It, it's it's hard, hard because it takes it because you have to wait for the simple syrup to cool. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you know in advance you're gonna want like the best uh, the best ginger ale I've ever had is from I live in Columbus, Ohio, and there's a place in Columbus called North Star Cafe that makes a homemade ginger ale. That the first time I had it as a kid, I was like I didn't know that that anything that goes in your mouth could taste like this. Like it's an incredible <laughs> spicy. Like somehow the ginger tastes fresh. Like it's just like it's a whammy in your mouth, Sean. You would love it. I wish I could give it to you right now, Wonderful. but it's like. It's one of those things where like you taste it and you're like, damn, this is why people home make things because it's just, it's a wallop. And so whenever I'm sick or like at the place I used to work, uh, when I had a client was sick, who was sick, I would just make them a homemade ginger ale because it's like, there's nothing like it. And so always for the rest of my life, I'll be chasing that high mm. and I'm not getting it from, from fever tree. When I top things with fever tree, I'm getting it. When I drink it straight up, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I was doing uh, a little research on ginger beer and there's not a lot. Usually there's like, you know, commercials. Like when we did, mm-hmm. we did Canada dry last week, we watched a ton of commercials. Uh, there's not a lot of things like that, but are you both aware of Donahue versus Stevenson, a law case or no? No, okay. that's not a 30 rock plot. <laughs> hey. 
It, uh, Wait, Sophie um, is in law school. I she am should. a law student. I am it, a law it student. It is what th- this this baffled me is that it uh, um, it is why manufacturers have a legal duty to compa- like care for their consumers to make sure that everything is up to standard. Um, <laughs> specifically, because in 1928, uh, a woman found a she got a ginger beer from a, a, a like a cafe. And inside the ginger beer was a decomposed snail, um, and it became. That sounds a like whole... how that's not even as bad as it could have been. I don't think. Yes, yeah, I, I actually agree, think yeah. it's like you should be thanking them that it wasn't a finger or <laughs> or a rat. Yeah, or a rat. Like that's I don't know. Like suck it up. Like get tough. Eat the snail. It'll be good for you. <laughs> she did get sick over it though, so uh-huh. I yeah. I get sick unfortunately. all the time. <laughs> I get sick all the damn time. But uh, now in I, I believe the there's a memorial to the case at the former site of the cafe. Did she die? I let's see. I hope she didn't not. Die. I really hope not. When was this? This As was like I'm, in the thirties. Nineteen twenty eight, of course. Okay. Like people died all the time. Yeah. <laughs> when As you would expect to like yeah. go to a cafe and find a snail in your drink. Clearly. As somebody who is currently in law school, like in the t- all the law school cases you read from the twenties are like like Sean, when I tell you people are getting hit by trains every single day and it was kind of a normal fact of life, it was yeah. just like they couldn't accept yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a snail getting snick, snick, Jesus Christ, getting sick off of eating a snail, honey. I've heard it all. Like, move on. And I don't think she died now that I'm okay, reading well, more about it. I don't that's think That's shocking. So. A woman in, in, a person in the 1920s had something happen to them. Anything. <laughs> it didn't immediately die. Literally. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh um, my God. Yeah. It is, uh, it's, it's interesting to read about for sure and i i understand why it is such a big deal but mm-hmm. ultimately what it comes down to is just a ginger beer with a snail in it and that just makes me giggle unfortunately <laughs> so yeah wonderful wow um all i'm right. hoping that maybe one day in law school we'll end up reading that case and i'll it'll be like i'll just like my hand will shoot in the air and i'll be like i know about this i can you tell can you about this provide like a book report to the cell yeah. test would love to hear it okay out of 10 10 being the best what would you rate fever tree mm, seven i'm gonna say 6.5 okay i'm gonna say eight i okay. I, nice. I do like it quite a lot um i think that my only gripe is just that um uh, and I know Franny said this too, is that like uh, they sell them in fours. So it's a little yeah. bit difficult yeah. to, you know, it's not like buying a big case of like Canada Dry. And I know no. that they know their market, but I think for people like me as well, like it's nice to just like have as like a treat once in a while. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. But otherwise, loved it. Um, Yum. Yeah. All right. What would you like to plug? You can listen to uh, our podcast, Girls Like Us. It's a podcast that talks about, oh, children. You go ahead, Sophie. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just doing funny hand movements. Oh, you just, oh, I thought you were like, talk about a movie. I was like, what? Uh, (laughs) No, I was just, I was just being fun, but I'll finish the plug. Yeah. Uh, We are a podcast that talks about books for tween girls, books that were read by people who grew up in the time period that we were. For reference, Faraday and I are both in our mid-20s, so mm-hmm. if you 
uh, fall in that time period and you read a lot of books as a child, check out our podcast because we probably have talked about one yeah. or two books that you have read. Sean has been on it. Yeah. Yes. Good, A good gateway episode for a, yeah. a book about malls. One mm-hmm. of my favorite books that we've read for the podcast and a book that actually I recently have told people about. I'll think about it from time to time. Yeah. Like yeah. occasionally I'll just be like, where did I read that they were like walking through a Halloween? And I'm just like, oh, that book. Yeah, yeah. That book, yeah. It'll come back to me. But yeah. All right. So listen to Girls Like Us. Uh, tune in next week for another installment of Santa's Seltzer Cast Surprise. Um, I don't know what next week is because, like I said, I peeked into the presents, but uh, I've only seen Bold Ginger Ale, and I don't think that's next week. So who knows? Who knows what what is in store? Who knows? And uh, uh, thank you to Franny and Sophie, and thank you to uh, Santa Claus for giving us a wonderful assignment today. Thank you, Santa. I love you, Santa. This has been the Seltzercast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the Seltzercast. Be sure to follow our Twitter at SeltzerCast and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.Cast. See you next week.